Coronavirus is sending shockwaves through our world right now. Will your business sink or swim? For the last few days, we've been anxiously watching the news, scrolling our social media feeds, and grappling with hard decisions as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as leaders. Should we cancel our events? Should we close up shop? Should we postpone promotions and launches? These are massive decisions, and it's creating a lot of anxiety for entrepreneurs. And let's face it, entrepreneurs and small business owners, we are at-risk populations during this coronavirus epidemic, not because of the virus itself. Everything is showing it's probably going to be pretty mild for most of us, but because of the economic impact of this virus. So I wanted to hop on and send out this special update. I don't know what to call it. Bonus episode, special update episode to support you because we have spent this past week not only navigating these challenges in this business, in my business, but supporting our clients. And this is a time where I want to reach out and support as many entrepreneurs as possible to help you make sure that you have a contingency plan in place. So if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. I'm your host, Rachel Cook, and I have spent the last decade helping women entrepreneurs to start and scale service-based businesses. And my MO here is really making sure that we all have sustainable businesses, businesses that will make it through the ups and the downs, including big epidemics like we are currently facing. So this is just a raw, from the heart, unedited episode because I want to get it out as quickly as possible. This week, we had to make some hard calls as we were watching all of the news. On Tuesday, we were thinking our upcoming CEO retreat that was scheduled to happen on March 20th here in Richmond, Virginia. We were thinking, okay, we'll just let people transfer to a virtual ticket if they're nervous about traveling or if they're immunocompromised. And we sent out that update. But within 24 hours, we could see how quickly the situation was changing. And we had to make a really hard call. We had to make the call to shift everything virtual, even though we had a lot of money tied up in this event, even though we were not sure if our event spaces were going to work with us to transfer all of our deposits and all of our investments for this event, we had to make those hard calls. And I made the hard call early because I knew that my clients were getting nervous. They were watching the news too, and they were really sitting there weighing their choices. Do they travel to this event that they've invested in for fear of you know not getting their investment? Or do they stay home and miss out? and not know exactly what the alternative is going to be. So we made that call very, very quickly. And I'm so glad that we did because I was right there with most of you earlier this week. I had a solid 24, 48 hours of just pure anxiety, watching the news, talking to people, trying to figure out what is the right decision. But the moment we made that decision and announced it to everybody, I felt a huge sense of relief and I could tell my clients felt a sense of relief because they didn't have to make the choice between isolating and trying to avoid this coronavirus 
and traveling so that they could get support with their business. So we made the call to turn everything virtual. And we've been in action right now in my business behind the scenes, my team and I, not only to ship out all of the materials for the virtual CEO retreats that we are now hosting on the 20th and 27th, we shipped out um, Thursday morning all of the workbooks and planners and post-its and all the things. But we've also been looking at how is this impacting what we had planned? Because this is not business as usual. It simply isn't. This is a time when people are scared, when people are feeling this uncertainty, when there is so much they don't know. People aren't really paying as much attention to most small businesses, unless you happen to have Purell and toilet paper, like they're probably not going to actively buy from any of us right now. Um, Some people might be easier than others, but I do think there is an opportunity here for all of us to show up and step up in our leadership to truly promote ourselves to CEO and lead our communities. And I've been seeing some amazing examples of CEOs stepping up and leading recently. And I want to talk to you about those. So there's three things I want to just talk about in this quick episode. And I want to invite you to join me on Monday, March 16th, because we are going to go live on my Facebook page. I'm bringing in a lot of my business BFFs, of my colleagues, of people who I trust so much to talk about how we can put your coronavirus contingency plan in place. And we're going to go even deeper in some of these topics that I want to talk about really quickly. I'm bringing in people to help you navigate these tough times because the truth is it's not business as normal. And if we don't adapt, if we don't adjust, then we will become irrelevant. And irrelevancy is the fastest killer of businesses ever. So let's talk about the contingency plan. Let's talk about what I mean by this. I've had messages from my clients, from my friends, from my colleagues asking things like, should I continue running ads to whatever it is? Should I continue my launch? Should I cancel my event? And honestly, a lot of people are in a place of fear right now. And they're not, again, they're not buying right this very moment, unless you have something they actively want and need. But they are trying to figure out a lot of things. And here is the golden opportunity, the silver lining amidst all of this confusion. People are looking for help. People are looking for help and we are primed and poised to provide it to them. So we have to develop contingency plans to make sure that we can support our communities. I shared with my clients earlier this week, many of you heard the episode I did um, a little over a month ago about why business BFFs are so important. And I shared the story of my mom's accident when I was four years old and how it cost her her business. It almost cost her her life. But in the midst of that family emergency where my mom was in the hospital in a coma, my dad, who is an entrepreneur, he's an insurance agent, had friends who were also insurance agents who literally passed around their agent number to give him commissions during the months that she was in the hospital. Business BFFs, having that support system is so 
crucially important during times of crisis. And another thing that has come up for me over the last week is thinking about all these lessons that I've learned from my dad. Because he was an insurance agent and we grew up in southeastern Virginia, Um, if you know Gloucester, Virginia, it's near Yorktown and Williamsburg. It's an area that is beautiful. It's surrounded by water. We grew up, you know, playing on the river all day, every day growing up. But we were also impacted many, many, many times by things like hurricanes, um, ice storms, all sorts of things that would knock out power, tree limbs down. And I remember growing up nearly every hurricane season when we would have a storm roll through, if the power went out, if it was looking bad, the first thing my dad would do is throw some tarps and a chainsaw in the back of his pickup truck. And he would say, all right, I'm going out to check on people. And he would have, you know, bottled water and snacks and just go literally door to door to check on clients. He knew that he wasn't going to be making insurance sales that week. But he also knew that it was his responsibility as a leader, as someone whose literal job is to provide security for people as an insurance agent. He knew his job was to show up and provide that comfort to help them figure out how to make those claims to just be there for people. And that has again and again and again proved to be one of the most valuable business lessons I've ever, ever learned. Didn't get that from getting an MBA. I got that from watching my dad throw a chainsaw, throw some charps, throw some snacks in the back of a pickup truck and just say, all right, guys, I'm going out to help people. And he would literally just show up and help people. And that's what we need to do now. This is the time where we do have to adapt and adjust. And we have to think about how can we show up? How can we lead our clients? How can we really be helpful and relevant to what they are concerned about right now? So creating a coronavirus contingency plan could feel a little tricky right now. I'm not going to lie because we don't know how long we might be at home. We don't know how long our kids might be at home. My kids just got the announcement today. It's Friday the 13th when I'm recording this. We just got the announcement that they're going to be home for two weeks, so basically through the end of March. And it might be extended. I'm hearing from friends around the country, friends around the world, that their kids are already being told it's four weeks or longer. We know that things are going to change day to day because of the speed this thing is happening. So we have to be nimble and we have to know that our contingency plan might change day to day. And all we can do is show up and do our very best to be useful and helpful. But I want you all to be thinking about what is on deck for you and how we can tweak and adjust and how we can be of service. Because the sales might not be here this week, but when you show up and you serve first, when you show up and provide value first, you are building the relationship. You are building and investing in those relationships and building the trust that people will need when they are ready to go and buy whatever the solution is that you have. So the contingency plan, we're going to go deeper into this on Monday on the lives on Facebook. All you have to do is head over to my Facebook page, just Rachel Cook on Facebook. You'll find me very, very easily. I'll make sure to link it up in the podcast notes here. Um, 
And we're going to go live on Monday the 16th from noon to three o'clock and talk about the different parts of a contingency plan. In my business, aside from going virtual with all of our offers, um, with our CEO retreat coming up, we are also adjusting our timelines for some promotions because we know that right now we need to adjust the way we're talking. We need to be relevant. We need to be useful. And talking about what's coming next um, isn't going to serve you or me. So we actually pushed back some timelines for some of our promotions. The upcoming CEO collective, we had planned to announce it on March 24th. And for now, we're going to push that back just a little bit so we can all catch our breath. And so we can make sure everybody's getting the support that they need during this, you know, first week or so of complete uncertainty. So you might have to be nimble with everything. You might have to come up with some contingency plans. One of the things that we were talking about with some of my different clients um, in the last couple of days, if you have events and you're like me, you're thinking, oh gosh, I've got to cancel this. It's a lot of money tied up in this. I want to reassure you that chances are um, if you decide to take it virtual and are worried about the loss with a hotel or with an event space, most of them are being very accommodating. Our event space offered to go ahead and move our deposits towards a future date, which was great. Some places are going ahead and offering um, complete refunds. So check in, check in with that. You might have to make those adjustments, but make those calls for in-person events sooner rather than later. If you're someone who's traditionally working with clients one-on-one in person in an in-person environment, going online is incredibly easy. It does not have to be complicated. We love using Zoom. I would highly recommend Zoom. I will link it up in the show notes. It is great for having one-on-one meetings. It is great for hosting workshops. It is great for teaching classes. Pretty much everything you do in person, you can do and deliver via Zoom, except for maybe hands-on body work. I literally had conversations with yoga teachers who are wanting to stream classes via Zoom. I had conversations with my kids' teachers at school. Um, Zoom just announced that they're offering a free upgrade for any educators, which I think is amazing. It just makes me love that company so much. Um, And I just had conversations with them about how they can use Zoom to reach our kids and support them. So you can take your one-on-one work, workshops, classes, so many things you can take online. I have clients who are um, offering pickup service for different things. Everything from food trucks who are making it possible for you just to swing by and pick things up and go to creative shop owners who are letting people order from the store and just pick up quickly whatever they need while they're all kind of trapped at home. There are so many ways we can get creative and we can continue to serve our clients um, during this time. So that is some of what we're going to be talking about in this live coming up on Monday. Another thing I want you to think about is talk to your clients. This is a time where the more we sit in that fight or flight response, actually, I think most people's instinct is to freeze and not communicate with their community. Um, The more you sit in that, the more your community doesn't have leadership. And they are looking to us so desperately for leadership. So talk to your clients. 
talk to them. It could be as simple as sending out a newsletter, updating them about your schedule. It could be as simple as saying, hey, if you need some extra support, here's how you can do this. It could be just giving them an update as things change. But reach out and talk to them. I have seen definitely that there are some instances where clients are getting a little panicky and doing things like canceling sessions, um, being worried about however they're working with people. And in particular, I'm, I'm hearing this from my health and wellness and body worker clients who have clients who, who work with them in person. And those people are all canceling really quickly. Um, the best thing you can do is reach out and accommodate them and share with them how you can work with them in a different way, how you could support them in a different way, or at least continue the conversation with them so that when they aren't in such a freak out state, they feel confident that you've got their back. One of the most important things that we can truly do is show up and lead. And this might mean that we need to show up and have some conversations. We have such an awesome opportunity here to be useful and relevant. Like I said, with my dad and the chainsaw and the pickup truck, he wasn't making sales there, but he was being useful and relevant and showing people that he cared. So how can you show people that you care right now? How can you provide a service or information or comfort to them. Today I've been on social media and a lot of school closings are happening all around the country. So one of the things I'm seeing is a lot of people sharing resources for how do you keep your kids entertained? How do you keep your kids learning while they're home from school for these two weeks? All sorts of resources, free educational resources, paid educational resources. I just saw someone I knew posted a class Um, that is a Netflix and engineering class for kids age seven to 12. And it's only 25 bucks. I was like, yes, we will take that online class next week. It was so useful and timely and relevant that people are sharing these resources. I've been seeing a lot of people who are feeling very, very, very stressed out. And you can tell they're in panic mode. They have anxiety coming through their Facebook feed. And what would be incredibly useful and relevant for them is to have tools that you share if you happen to be someone who can give them stress management or mindfulness tools. Those are all things that, you know, we can provide via social media, via newsletters, via podcasts. I know some people who are taking the light and fun approach, who are working with families and who are literally sharing ideas for games kids can play and how they can stay entertained. I'm seeing people who are sharing. um, I have a friend who's a stylist who literally is going to be sharing over the next few days how you can use this opportunity where you're at home to do a closet audit. You know, things that we all feel like we should do and just haven't done yet. I have another client who is a interior decorator, and she's going to be doing a one room challenge with people in her community. If they're all stuck at home and they're relatively healthy, like how can we freshen up a room and decorate a room? That is being useful and relevant. So you don't just have to educate about coronavirus in order to be useful and relevant. Um, You can provide distraction. You can help them figure out how to work from home. You can help them figure out how to take care of themselves. You can help them figure out what to do to stay busy during these times. You can help them with so many different things. 
But being useful and relevant is truly the key, especially during the next couple of weeks. I expect that as things progress, it will become a little less chaotic um, as we start to understand what's happening a little bit more. But right now, just showing up, being useful and relevant is going to really help people stand apart in this whole space. If you can be useful and relevant, people are going to turn to you even more when things calm down a little bit. The final thing I want to talk about, and this kind of connects right there with being useful and relevant, is this is an opportunity to show up. And by that, I mean, not just for your immediate community, but the broader community. This is totally the type three Enneagram in me, but I have been watching my newsfeed. I have been watching help a reporter out. I have been watching the local news and talking to my friends who are in PR. And right now, every reporter in the country is covering this topic. Every reporter in the country is looking for information. If you are brave enough to start putting yourself out there and pitching yourself and your ideas, all of these people are looking for help and they're all hungry for your expert advice. This could be a great time to really show up and elevate your visibility. Again, you're not going to get paid from it today or tomorrow, but down the road, these are things that are going to pay off for you. So I myself have a whole list of things I'm working on that I'm writing um, that the team and I are putting together to not only share resources on my website, on my blog, on my Facebook page, on my Instagram, on the podcast, but also that we are going to be pitching out into the broader community, into bigger platforms. Because I realize, you know, we have skills that other people might not have. I have worked from home for over a decade. There's a lot I can share with people about how to work from home successfully. I have three small children who have been at home for extended stretches of time, especially during summer break, um, while working from home. So that's something I'm planning to write about and share. I've run a team virtually for over a decade. Like there's a lot of advice I can share that now other people are actively looking for. So I encourage you to get creative and look to your community and ask them for what kind of information they need or what their worries are, what their questions are. How can you show up and serve? How can you show up and serve right now? I hope this reassures you. We are able to handle this. We are able to handle this. We are able to come together. We are able to support one another. The final thing I want to say is really support other small business owners. Um, This is a scary time. A lot of small business owners are not financially stable enough to handle two weeks, four weeks, two months of really, really economic uncertain times. But if we can help each other, one, be creative, two, show up and serve, just show up and help our communities, but also support each other amplify each other's voices, amplify each other's services or offers that might be relevant or useful to your community, the more we will all collectively get get through this uncertain time. So I hope this was helpful. 
Um, it was just a off the cuff, quick update because I am with you. It sucks. It's uncertain. It's scary. And I know that the community we have here, the women in this community are resilient and they can adapt and adjust and make amazing things happen, make amazing impact in their community. And I know that's what we're all here to do. So if you need more support, I will be active on Instagram. You can find me at rachel.cook, R-A-C-H-E-A-L dot cook. You can find me on Facebook at rachel.cook, R-A-C-H-E-A-L dot cook. I will be going live on Monday the 16th for three whole hours to provide free support and coaching for you all bringing on some of my business BFFs and colleagues to give you some insight and give you some tips, head over to our Facebook. I put up an event um, and you can let me know what are your questions? What are your concerns? What are you worried about? What decisions are you grappling with? We're here for you. We're here for you. And I really want to see us all rise as we go through this. Okay. I hope you have a great weekend (laughs) for those of you who are listening to this as it goes out super late on Friday night. And I look forward to supporting you over the next few weeks.